I'm Hazel Goodman, and welcome to The Winner's Call. I am so excited to share God's Word with you today. He led you to this podcast because He has great plans for your life. You are born to win, born to reign in life. You are no ordinary person. You are destined by God for greatness. I'm born to win. I'm born to reign in life. Praise the Lord. I am so happy to be with you again. Today, our teaching is entitled, Faith Heals. Faith Heals. But before we begin, I'd like you to pray and ask the Lord to speak to you by His Word. Speak to me by your Word, Lord. Send my Word, Lord. Tell Him, send my Word, Lord. Now begin to thank Him for it. Father, I thank You. Mighty God, I praise You. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, send each one's word in this hour. Holy Spirit, I step aside. Take control. Speak through me, Lord. Let them not hear me. Let them only hear you. And let the healing anointing manifest through me and enter each one under the sound of my voice, each one in need of healing in this hour, whether it be mind, body, or spirit. By faith, Lord, let it enter them now. And Lord, to you alone be all the glory. We give you all the honor, all the glory, and the praise for their healing, their restoration, and renewal. In Jesus' name, amen. And the church said, amen. That's right, I hear you. (laughs) As I said earlier, our teaching is entitled, Faith Heals. Our anchor scripture is Mark 5, 34. Mark chapter 5, verse 34. And he said to her, daughter, Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Divine health and divine healing were bought and paid for by Jesus Christ, by his shed blood on the cross at Calvary. And redemption gives us access to divine health and divine healing. 1 Peter 2, verse 24. 1 Peter 2, verse 24 who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. You see now, there are instant healings and there are progressive healings. But whether it be instant or progressive, faith is the key that unlocks our healing. The Bible says in Romans ten seventeen, Romans chapter 10, verse 17, now I hope you're writing this down, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. As you hear the Word of God in this hour, your faith will come alive to take the healing that belongs to you. And if you are well, you will get the knowledge you need to stay in good health. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6, one of my favorite scriptures. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, but that shall not be you under the sound of my voice. In Jesus' name. Now, let's listen to a popular story from the Bible. And we took the anchor scripture from this story. And it's, of course, the woman with the issue of blood. Mark chapter 5, and I'm going to read verses 25 to 34. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind, and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. 
and straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace, and be whole of thy plague. She spoke words of faith to herself. Remember what she said? If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. If I may but touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And I'm sure she kept on saying it. If I may but touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. If I may but touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. Those words then moved her into action to take what belonged to her. And so today, as you receive the word of God in your heart and take action as the Holy Spirit guides you, you too shall be made whole in Jesus' name. Come on, say amen to that. The word of God has the power to heal to prosper and transform our lives. The Word of God is the foundation for healthy living. And that's why in order to see the manifestation of any heart desire or overcome any challenge, we must locate the appropriate Word by the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And you see, this is what the Holy Spirit led Dodie Osteen to do, remember, when she was dying of cancer. Prior to that, many anointed men of God had laid hands on her. But guided by the Holy Spirit, she found 40 healing scriptures and meditated upon them night and day and received her healing. The word of God is the healer. Psalm 107 verse 20. Psalm 107 verse 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Now, with that understanding, I'd like you to write this down. Number one, sickness is not from God. Sickness is not from God. Satan is the one behind every sickness and every disease. Never God. Look at John 10.10. John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. He's talking about the enemy there. Job 34, verse 10. Job chapter 34, verse 10. So listen to me, you men of understanding. Far be it from God to do evil, from the Almighty to do wrong. And Luke chapter 13, verse 16. Luke chapter 13, verse 16. And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan hath bound, lo, these eighteen years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? Now, this is a woman that was bent over. In our day, we call it osteoporosis, right? I even see men now with that condition, bent over. But Jesus didn't see a woman bent over. He didn't have a name for it. He said, Satan hath bound her. Behind every sickness and every disease is the enemy. No matter the name, no matter the name, the enemy is behind it. Number two, God's will for man is divine health. God's will for man is divine health. Third John 2, Third John verse 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. Our soul prospers as we feed on the word of God. Our soul comes alive. Not just the word you hear on Sunday and the three lines of scripture in your daily devotion, hello, but quality time, meditating in the word of God. You see, if healing is the issue, then healing scriptures are what you must feed on night and day to build your faith in that area. The secret 
is that God has hidden in his word divine power that will destroy sickness and disease. Listen, look at Proverbs 4, verses 20 to 23. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 to 23. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Another translation says medicine. So God wants you and me to be in health. He has made provision for it by his word. He has no plans for sickness for you and me at all. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. I'm reading this now from the New International Version. Jeremiah 29 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. And Exodus chapter 23 verse 25. Exodus chapter 23 verse 25. And you shall serve the Lord your God. And he shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Hallelujah. Number three. Number three. Our third point. Jesus came not just to cleanse us from our sins but to take away sickness and disease from us. Let's look at Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Esaias the prophet, saying, Himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Hallelujah. And again, 1 Peter 2.24, Who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. And Romans 8, 11, Romans chapter 8, verse 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. So the Holy Spirit dwelling in us preserves us, restores us. That word quickens means to make alive. Now, what must we do? to take our healing? What must we do to receive our healing? Because there's always what to do. Number one, it begins with the Word, the Word of God. Make quality time to meditate, study, and feed on the Word of God daily. Go over the Gospels and focus on the healings of Jesus particularly. Locate healing scriptures and speak them over your life day and night. Listen to healing audios. I have a podcast entitled Healing Scriptures, and all I'm doing is reading the scriptures. Listen to it over and over again. And other healing scripture audios, there's so many. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So what that scripture is saying is that the word of God enters us, the soul and the spirit. The soul houses the functionalities of the mind, the will, the intellect, the emotions, right? There's so much mental illness going on nowadays, but the word of God is the healer. The joint and the marrow, that's our bodies. That's our physical being. This is a mystery. It's all by faith. But as we believe and as we apply it, that's when we see the results. That's how our breakthroughs come. One of the great men of God who I love dearly, the late, great Kenneth E. Hagin, he tells the testimony 
of a woman who had been in an insane asylum for quite a number of years. And finally, the administrators there got in touch with the family and said, you know, we'd like you to take your your loved one home because she's not a threat to anyone. She's not violent. And we actually need more space in the facility. And so, you know, just make sure she gets plenty of fresh air and that kind of thing. But, you know, watch over her. But she's not harmful. So they went and brought her home. But they started taking her to Kenneth Hagen meetings. And if any of you are familiar with Kenneth Hagen, you know that when you read, even when you read his books, it's always scripture. You know, you hear his messages. He's always giving you the scripture, always giving you the scripture, because that's how he himself got up out of the deathbed was by the word of God, particularly Mark eleven twenty four. He talks about it often. Anyhow, and so they kept bringing her to the meetings and she just kept hearing the word and hearing the word preach, hearing the word read, you know, listening to the faith message. And that woman was completely healed. Her mind was completely restored. When they took her back to the facility, you know, for a checkup, they gave her a clean bill of health. When Brother Hagen went back to that city, you know, like about 19 years later, he checked up on her to discover that she was holding down a job still, teaching Sunday school, soundness of mind. How? Just by simply sitting under the word. It's a mystery. The mystery of faith and the mystery of the power of God's word. Jesus said in John 6.63, my word is spirit and it is life. Hallelujah. Number two, watch your words. Watch what you say. Even jokingly, healing can be lost by your tongue. Joel chapter 3 verse 10. Joel chapter 3 verse 10. Let the weak say, I am strong. Proverbs 18, 21. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Matthew chapter 12, verse 37. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. And so we have to be careful what we're saying. Even jokingly, you don't joke certain things. And you don't keep, you know, affirming the condition and owning it. My bad back and my bad knees. No, 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 no. The more you declare that it's yours, my this, my, it stays with you. You know, my mom taught me that years ago. She said to me, she said it like this. She said, words have weight. Mommy always said that. Words have weight. So I was always taught, you know, to be careful what I said. So even when I had asthma, I never owned it. And you never heard me say, oh, my asthma. No, no. I had a pump in my pocketbook. <laughs> I had a pump in my pocketbook. You know, in those days I was in, I was acting. And so they hid the pump for me on stage. But I never owned it. I never owned it. And later when I got saved, you know, and really came to know the Lord and started to get an understanding of the Word of God, I got healed just from feeding on the Word and imbibed it. And I got new lungs. <laughs> the things I do now, I couldn't do before. In fact, I remember a doctor telling me I would have to stay on medication for the rest of my life. But I never received it. Like I just kept, I, in my heart, I just kept thinking, no, that's, that's not true. There's got to be another way. And I would try to throw away my, you know, positive thinking. I would try to throw away my pump. And I, honey, I remember throwing away the pump and having to go dig in the garbage. <laughs> Listen, having to go dig back in the garbage. So, you know, never get rid of your medication. You don't have to do any of that. 
Just stay feeding on the Word. As you commit to God, commit to His Word, the Word of God will bring about the healing. You know, thank God for doctors, thank God for science. We're just saying that God has provided another way, a way that doesn't have any side effects, right? To God be all the glory. Healing will come. Healing will come. I'm a testimony. Hallelujah. Number three, again, we're looking at what can we do to receive our healing? The prayer of agreement. Matthew chapter 18, verse 19. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. James chapter 5, 14 to 16. James chapter 5, verses 14 to 16. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. And the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. I just had the privilege of speaking at my childhood church on Sunday. And they had a healing service. And this is what they did. They brought the elders up to lay hands and to pray. And I am excited and I'm certain about the healings, the testimonies that will come from that healing service that took place at John Huss Moravian Church on February 18th, 2024. Hallelujah. Because God is faithful and he was in the house. And we stood on this James chapter 5, 14 to 16, calling for the elders and everybody laid hands on them, you know, on different ones as they came up to be prayed for. They were anointed with oil. In the mighty name of Jesus, there will be testimonies. Maybe you don't have elders to pray with you, but you have a friend who believes, a friend who is full of faith. The two of you come into agreement. It shall be done in the mighty name of Jesus. I'd like to share with you this documented testimony from Smith Wigglesworth. He was a giant of faith also from Great Britain. Here's what he says. Six people went into the house of a sick man to pray for him. He was an Episcopalian vicar and lay in his bed utterly helpless without even strength to help himself. He had read a little tract about healing and had heard about people praying for the sick and sent for these friends who he thought could pray the prayer of faith. He was anointed according to James 5.14, but because he had no immediate manifestation of healing, he wept bitterly. Now remember what we said earlier, that healing can be instant or progressive. And so Mr. Wigglesworth is saying here, that because this man had no immediate manifestation of healing, he wept bitterly. The six people walked out of the room, somewhat disappointed to see the man lying there in an unchanged condition. When they were outside, one of the six said, There is one thing we might have done. I wish you would all go back with me and try it. They went back and all together, in a group, this brother said, Let us whisper the name of Jesus. At first, when they whispered this worthy name, nothing seemed to happen. But as they continued to whisper, Jesus, 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 the power began to fall. As they saw that God was beginning to work, their faith and joy increased, and they whispered the name louder and louder. As they did so, the man arose from his bed and dressed himself fully well, fully healed. The secret was this. Those six people had gotten their eyes off the sick man and they were just taken up with the Lord Jesus himself and their faith grasped the power that there is in his name. 
Oh, if people would only appreciate the power that there is in this name, there is no telling what would happen. So those friends got together and believed and called on the name of Jesus, and he was healed. Number four, number four, turn away from sin. Turn away from sin. We're looking at how do we access our healing? Turn away from sin. What is sin? Rebellion. Rebelling against God. Rebelling against his word. Rebelling against the commands of God. Second Chronicles 7.14 If my people, who are called by my name, that's you and me, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, listen, and turn from their wicked ways, their rebellious ways, their sin ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Finally, number five, we must keep our hearts clean. You see, our hearts can block our healing. Psalm 66, verse 18. Psalm 66, verse 18. Listen to this. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. And Proverbs 4, verse 23. Proverbs 4, verse 23. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. And Mark 11, 25 is the verse that we're dealing with. But I'm actually going to read verses 23 and 24. Because many of us like the scripture. And as I said earlier, Mark eleven twenty four is the scripture Kenneth E. Hagin stood upon to get up out of the deathbed. But he also talked about verse 25. I'm going to take it because we love 23 and 24, but we oftentimes avoid 25. And 25 is important if we're going to see 23 and 24 happen. Mark 11, verses 23 to 25. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Verse 25 now. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. And so, not being forgiving, holding on to grudges, can be detrimental to our health and our well-being. We have to let it go. We have to let them go. Let's take a quiet moment now, and let's go before the Lord. I'd like you to ask Him to cleanse your heart. Ask Him to help you forgive. Whoever may have wronged you, ask Him right now to help you to forgive. I'm going to be silent for a moment. I'm not gone. I just want you to take this moment. See whoever it is, or whatever the situation is, that it, it bothers you every time you think of them, detention. Lord, help me to forgive and let go. Go ahead, pray that prayer. Now, by faith, begin to thank Him. Thank you for helping me to forgive. Thank you for helping me to let go. And now I'd like you to ask Him to help you to forgive yourself. You know, oftentimes we, we're willing to forgive others, but we beat ourselves up about something we did 20 years ago. You know, we won't forgive, we won't forgive ourselves. And the enemy keeps bringing it to your mind. And every time he brings it to your mind, you're just, you feel despondent, you feel unworthy. No, if you had known better, you would have done better. When you ask God for forgiveness, God forgives you. When you come with a genuine heart, he forgives you. 
And so you have to forgive yourself. So now I'd like you to bring that thing that you may be, you know, that may bother you. Bring it to mind. And as it comes to mind, ask God to help you to forgive yourself. Go ahead. I begin to thank him. Father, we thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to forgive ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give God thanks for the word that we've heard today. Father, we thank you. Mighty God, we praise you. We worship you. Give God thanks for the word that you've heard. Give him thanks for what he's doing in your mind, in your body, in your spirit right now. Thank him for your healing. Give him thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to The Winner's Call. If this ministry is a blessing to you, please visit us at hazelgoodmanministries.org to sow your tax-deductible love offering. You can also visit us at Cash App. The handle is the dollar sign followed by Hazel Goodman, one word, or go to Zell and simply enter Hazel Goodman. God bless you and keep you. I'm born to reign in life. I'm no ordinary person. I'm dead.